Life Audio. Teach Us to Pray is brought to you by Life Audio and is a part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational, faith affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome back, friend. You are listening to the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we teach believers practical and real life tips on how you can grow your faith and relationship with God through the power of prayer. I'm Christina Patterson, host of the Teach Us to Pray podcast and founder of Beloved Women, where I encourage, equip, and empower women in the love of Jesus Christ and the truth of God's word. I pray that today's podcast finds you well and healthy. I pray that you are full of the Spirit and the joy and strength of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, I want to talk to you about a spiritual practice, a prayer practice that can help you find that strength and joy, especially in times where you need it most. And that is what I like to call secret prayers. The other day, I happened to wake up early in the morning And it's something that I hadn't done quite that often consistently this year because things have just been kind of crazy just getting into the new year, getting the kids back in school, basketball practice, work, all those things. And so I'm not a morning person, but I just so happened to wake up at like five one morning. And so I decided to read Romans chapter three. I'm going through the book of Romans, and so I was just studying the scripture, and the Lord was just revealing all these insightful things about his word and about himself, and I just thoroughly enjoyed my time that morning in the word, and it was just the quiet of the dark morning. The sun hadn't came up yet. The air was cool and crisp, and everyone in my house was asleep but me and God, and I got up after my study and went on with my day, got my kids to school. And I just had this amazing day. I was just in such a good mood. I felt so free. I felt so light. And by the end of the day, I was like, well, what happened? What was so different about today? And I just remembered it was that quiet time that I started my day with that I believe just set the tone for the rest of the day. And that served as a reminder to me that regardless of how busy life gets, it's so important to have those quiet moments of secret prayers with God. And when I say secret prayers, I just mean those moments where it's just you and God. You're not worried about what someone else thinks about what you're saying, and you're not worried about how you look when you pray. It's just this moment of just you and your Lord. And we need that alone time, right? And when I say alone time, I don't mean alone just by yourself. I mean alone time with God because that is what our souls crave. We need undistracted time to focus on him, his word, and to simply just bask in his presence. So even though I'm not a morning person, when I do have a few mornings throughout the week where I do wake up early, I like to take that time and spend it with God because it is so precious. 
And it's not always about studying my Bible or going through a Bible plan or praying the right prayer. Sometimes it's literally just laying still and recognizing the presence of God in that stillness. Mark Batterson is quoted saying, silence is anything but passive waiting. It's proactive listening. When we think about prayer, we often think about what we say. What are we going to say? I don't have the right words to say. There are so many videos and blog posts about what to pray when you don't know what to say. And we have to know that praying isn't always about what we say. Sometimes we have these secret prayers where we come in the presence of God and we don't have to say anything. That it's just his presence alone that is powerful enough. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 6, Jesus tells us, But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. Here's the thing. Jesus didn't just tell us how to pray. He actually led by example. We talk about it in detail in the second episode of this podcast that's called How to Pray. And we go through the Lord's Prayer, the example of prayer that Jesus gives us as far as how to pray concerning the words that we use when we pray. But when we look at the action of Jesus, he also leads by example when it comes to these secret prayers, this Go to your room, shut the door, and pray to your father who is in secret, as he tells us to do in Matthew 6, 6. In Luke 6, 12, it says, In these days he went out to the mountain to pray, talking about Jesus, and all night he continued in prayer to God. It's nighttime. There's no one there. Everyone's asleep. It's quiet. And here we have Jesus, who is God, praying to God the father in secret. Mark 1 35 says, and rising early in the morning, while it was still dark, he departed and went out to a desolate place. And there he prayed. So we got Jesus praying at nighttime on a mountain. We got him praying in the morning in a desolate place. We see him over and over again in scripture go to these places where he can be alone with the father to pray. Mark 6, 31 says, and he said to them, this is Jesus talking to the disciples, come away by yourselves to a desolate place and rest a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. So Jesus and the disciples are busy with ministry. They're healing people. They are casting out demons. They are just like in full throttle when it comes to their ministry. And here we have Jesus saying, let's come away to a desolate place. Let's rest. And that's the power of secret prayers is that they put us in the presence of God. And secret prayers are not complicated. There's there's not like a 12-step process that you need to take to do a secret prayer. You could be in your car, in the carpool line, waiting for your kids, 
And in that quiet moment by yourself, enjoy a secret prayer with the Father. It's just a matter of simply tuning out distractions and tuning into your maker in a quiet moment. Now, why is this so important? Today, I want to give you five reasons why secret prayer is so powerful and will transform your spiritual growth life. Number one, secret prayer keeps us humble. Secret prayer keeps us humble because what it does is it prevents us from taking or trying to take credit for things in our own strength. So many times I've prayed about something and God worked it out without me having to do anything. Now, there are times where, you know, I pray about something and I need to do my part. But there are situations where it's just out of my control. And I will go to the Father in my secret prayer time and I will let him know what's going on. And maybe it won't happen the next day, but at some point he works it out. And, you know, you might have other people around you that see these answered prayers in your life and they might ascribe the power to you. But, you know, (laughs) you didn't do anything. You know that I went into the secret place And I pray to my father and this is him answering. And that humbles you because what it does is it shows you that he really does have all the power and it encourages you to do what we were made to do, which is to give God all the glory. Secret prayer is so powerful because second, it gives us power. It strengthens us. Secret prayer puts us in the presence of God to be filled by his presence. Luke 5, 15 through 16 says, but now even more, the report about him, about Jesus went abroad and great crowds were gathered to hear him and to be healed of their infirmities. But he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. So we have yet again, another scripture of Jesus withdrawing to this secret place to have secret prayer with his father. Now we see that it's in connection to his ministry. It's in connection to all this healing and miracles that he was doing. And so Jesus's power to heal was connected to his quiet time that he spent with the father. And if Jesus needs to get away with God to receive power How much more do we? I wonder what area in your life are you feeling weak in that the cure isn't to do more, but it's to get in secret prayer with God, to allow his presence to empower you to do what you couldn't do without him. The third reason why secret prayer is so powerful is because it gives our souls the rest that we need. And when I say rest, I'm not talking about going to sleep. I'm talking about soul rest. I had the opportunity to interview a good friend of mine, Dr. Sandra Dalton-Smith, who is the author of the book, Sacred Rest, where she talks about the seven types of rest that we all need. In my conversation with her, she really broke down 
one of those types of rest, which was spiritual rest. Because my question was, what, what do you mean spiritual rest? Like we always need Jesus, right? So what does spiritual rest look like? And she explained it like this. She was like, you know, a lot of times when we think about spending time with God, it's about going to church. It's about reading our Bibles. It's about actually us praying. It's about what we do. But spiritual rest is not those things. Spiritual rest is simply being in the presence of God. It's simply just being with him, not having to do anything for him, just being in his presence and that being enough. It's those quiet prayers that still our souls. So often when I'm physically still, I can still be just as anxious on the inside. My heart can still be running around. My mind can still be running a million miles per hour, even if I'm physically still. But it's secret prayers that help my heart to actually be still so that I can find the rest that I need for my soul. And the same is true for you. The fourth reason why secret prayer is so powerful is because it draws us closer to God. Secret prayer gives us intimacy with God. I want to share with you about Elijah in the Bible and a quiet conversation that he had with God. It's found in 1 Kings chapter 19 verses 11 through 13 that says, The Lord said, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? So what's going on in this scripture? Elijah is discouraged. <laughs> Elijah is discouraged and he needs a word from the Lord. Now, the Bible in this text gives us detail into what that looked like. What was the process in him hearing from God? And so we learned that there's a wind, but God's not in this wind, this great wind. There's an earthquake, but God's voice. Nope, that's not him. And then there's this fire, right? And you think, oh, God's coming by this fire. No, God comes with a gentle whisper. And that reminds me of our secret prayers. That we expect God to speak like thunder. But sometimes he speaks in a gentle whisper. Why? Because he wants us to lean in. When someone whispers to you, you got to get close to them. You have to be in close proximity to hear what they say to you. And it's that time in our secret prayers where we're close to God, where we'll have more clarity in his voice and what he's saying to us. Which leads me to the fifth and final reason why secret prayer is so powerful. And that is because secret prayer protects us. 
Because when we can actually hear God, when we actually have the rest that our souls need, when we have the power from God and we're operating in humility and not pride because we're spending that time in secret prayer, all of that surrounds us with God's protection. It protects us from temptation, from the desires of our flesh, because it puts us in the presence of God. Psalm 32 verse 7 says, you are a hiding place for me. You preserve me from trouble. You surround me with shouts of deliverance. When we're in God's presence, his presence surrounds us, protects us, heals us, empowers us, delivers us. And we can always go to our secret place to have secret prayers with our Father. Prayer is an inner work that yields outward results. So I don't want you to get confused. I don't want you to feel like, oh, I have to have this war room closet and it has to look like this and I have to have all the, no, secret prayer is what's going on in your heart. It's a stillness in your heart before the presence of the Lord. It's an acknowledgement that his presence surrounds you and letting that be enough for you. What are the outward results of inner secret prayer? Humility, power, soul rest, intimacy with God, and protection. I pray that sometime this week you will take time for secret prayer and to trust God for the results in public. It is my hope that today's episode has provided you with insight and helpful tips on how you can pray. We have so much more to talk about when it comes to prayer. So I hope that if you were encouraged by today's episode, you'll share it with a friend and subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes of the Teach Us to Pray podcast, where we will continue to learn how just like breathing, prayer can become a natural, consistent, and life-giving part of our everyday lives. Until then, be sure to connect with me at BelovedWomen.org and check out the show notes to download my free five-day prayer guide. I also want to invite you to study the Bible with me by downloading the Beloved Women app available in the Apple or Google Play stores or visit BelovedWomen.tv. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen today. God bless you and I'll talk to you in the next episode. Teach Us to Pray is a production of Life Audio and the Salem Web Network. If you enjoyed this episode, would you take a minute and leave us a review in your podcast app? It really does help more people like you find the podcast. To hear more from Christina Patterson, be sure to check out her fantastic site, BelovedWomen.org. A special thanks to Kelly Givens, Stephen Sanders, and Stephen McGarvey for their production and editing on this episode. You can find more podcasts like this over at lifeaudio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. And we're hosts of the Kynos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. The word kainos means new, and that's exactly what we want to do on our podcast. Bring something new from what is old in our faith. And on this show, you might hear us explore topics like what the Bible has to say about student loan forgiveness, 
discussed how the satanic temple affects our view of religious liberty in America, or even question why is it that so many people are having rapture anxiety. To learn more about the podcast, go to lifeaudio.com.